I get the cheat code, I'm a beast They should've never let me out of leash Stop out the cap, I'm just tryna see You really back what you talk on the beat They put me in, I'ma walk on the beat I eat my plate and it make me obese I been pushing lyrics like a kingpin And when the day we got no If you tell me you have an artist showcase If you tell me you're putting on a concert If you tell me you're putting on an event And you haven't done all of the things to set up your event Do you want to be successful? Do you want to have a successful event? Or do you want to generate a profit? Now, want, both of them are I want, good. I want both. Right? You want both. You want to yeah. generate a profit and, and have, have a successful, successful event. event. So, But the successful event leads to the profit. Okay. Like if you have to choose one or the other, you want the successful Sometimes event. a successful event may not lead to a profit either though. The first time. Because you're the building inaugural, for the long term. The inaugural. So can, yeah. we, can we have a first ever? There's never, there's How can never I a be first down ever. Didn't, didn't make money the first year? Right. No, no. And it, I think all of this money. needs to be talked about because- you know, in, 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 in hip hop more so than anything, before the cameras were rolling, we were talking about being able to go on to your favorite neighborhood or even if you listen to like some of the biggest producers, uh, uh, you know, hip hop producers, premieres or scratches or these guys, Manny Freshes, they'll tell you that they started, they would put up their speakers next to the window and they would make the beats and stuff. And as people would walk by, they would knew what beats to make or what scratches or what break beats. And when you see the stories of the origins of hip hop, it's people on street corners rapping with the microphones or in the park and plugging up to the lights, extension cords going three or four. I remember Jam Pony used to do it in Miami and there'd be extension cords five or six blocks down the street hanging out of somebody's window. Yeah. But now all of that stuff has been moved inside. It's all indoors now. It's all showcases. It's all new artist performances. First of all, how, how many years are you allowed to be a new artist? Can you do the new artist showcase in 2023 and then turn around and do the new artist showcase in 2024? That's an honest question to my, my peers. Can I do a new artist showcase this year and still turn around and do a new artist showcase next yeah, year? Yeah, if you're not if you're not on, whatever that means, but doing showcases isn't going to put you on. The great thing about showcases is it gives you a place to hone your skill. As well my, as practice. My problem, yeah, it's practice, okay. right? You're, you're building a skill like practicing piano or violin or whatever. My problem with showcases are the people that build them as a way to get on or get signed. Come perform in front of these ARs from Def Jam or Atlantic Records, and that shit's a scam to me. Okay, and and that's where I was going with it. Okay, so let's say you do have an event. What are one of the first things that we should be talking about when we're having an event? DJ host, DJ host, well, location, uh, sound, location, location, light. Lights. Lights. Okay, so we got us Security. a venue. We found the venue. Maybe people. We to found. Watch. <laughs> We found the budget. We got a night we want. Now what do we do? Do we get a flyer? Yeah, we could. What has to be on the flyer? What should be on the flyer? Uh, information. All the information Such so people as don't ask questions. Location, Who, what, time. when, where, time. Um, Sometimes why. Who's going to be I there. I want to know why. Okay. You know. Pictures, celebrity pictures. pictures. Yeah. Is but, it somebody's mm, birthday or is it an anniversary of hip hop or like, what's the point? Uh, okay. uh, yeah. Something that is shows it, is what's about to happen. Is it a release party? Is it a listening party? Now, these are flyers is that we're going to post greet? online or are these flyers we're going to give away? Both. Both. On the street. Well, Both. So that means we're going to have two different designs because the ones that we print are four by six inch or five by seven inch. That's not 1080 by 1350, 1080 by 1080 or 1820 right. by 1920. Right. So I'm sorry, but. So that means we have to have two different designs now. So right. do I got to find a graphic designer that's going to work with me? And before you answer that question, am I going to have an Eventbrite for this event? Yes, yes, you should. So that means I have to have an Eventbrite banner. I'm glad you said that. Let me add that to the list. What about Facebook? Do I need a Facebook event? Yes. So I need a Facebook event banner for that, don't I? Yeah. yeah. Well, what about think. bands in town? Do I have a bands in town profile? Am I going to get booked? Am I booking people? Am I a promoter? And my venues, what about Apple Music venues? Have you heard about that? <laughs> no, these are all questions right. that have to be answered before right. you're talking about taking somebody's money and letting them come perform on a showcase or a stage where they can get discovered. 
because that would imply that that performance is going to leave a record somewhere. Okay, cool. Where did it leave the record? Has that venue been registered with Apple Music, with bands in town, with Songkick? Has that, reg- has that venue, are they reporting ticket sales through the door to the publishing performance rights organizations? No, probably not. So then all of those things would have to be set up before a real artist comes in. Because if you book, I don't know, let's say Jay-Z comes to book the building. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Maybe you would. I don't know. Maybe Taylor Swift or somebody. But me personally, if it's a venue that has that ASCAP or BMI sticker on the door, that means that venue is paying the performance, the difference, that little dollar twenty-five or whatever it is for every person that walks through that door to the performing rights organization for the artist that's performing. Correct. Because if an artist doesn't know this, you get paid to perform your music on a publishing side as well. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So you want to have that venue set up. So if you don't have that venue set up and you're a promoter, does that mean you get a pass for being ignorant or do you get, a, do you get accused for being a finesser? I want to talk about this because there's an independent artist showcase that's going to go on tonight that somebody is going to pay $500 out of their own pocket, hard earned money to perform at this showcase and never bothered to check and see if the showcase was being advertised online, never bothered to check if their name was being added to the list so it would show up on their SoundCloud, on their Songkick, on their Spotify. It's not showing up on their Shazam. It's not showing up on their Apple. They don't get no mentions in their local newspaper that are tied into these event websites. So they're missing out. So if somebody's charging you $500 to perform at an event where the Easter Bunny is going to be at, but you can't leave a digital footprint, did you get finessed out of a bag? Or did you just spend prematurely? How does that work? Uh, You spent prematurely, um, and you're probably doing some hood shit. Uh, You're probably doing some street shit where it's, oh, I got this big party, and I got some artists performing at the big party, or I got such and such performing tonight, said big artists, and uh, we're looking for openers, and it's going to be a fee. To pay for that, to open for that artist, a thousand dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, and someone's gonna pay to open my, up for. My least favorite is when they sell the artist has to sell tickets. tickets. Man, I, I don't. Hate that I hate shit. that. I hate that. I hate that shit. I hate that. And do you think when they offer that, it's more of a way for the artist to make their money back, or are they just trying to get people in the building? Both. 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 Okay. And it's it's spun to you as oh, I I want to see how many people you can get in the building. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool. And, and I think so. It sounds like everybody is at fault here because the, the artists that aren't asking for the information, you know how many artists I've seen pay to get on an independent artist showcase and didn't bother to ask to have a flyer made for them so they can share it? All they of just them. pay and then they, they just, just show up and then they All just, of them. So then after they've done, made, they leave. Not getting exactly. a flyer made, not having, not setting up your event they just on Instagram. Be on stage. We talked about just setting up the Facebook event, but what about setting up the calendar event on Instagram where the little calendar icon shows in front of your picture where if somebody shares that picture to their story, it shares it with the calendar event. What about having that information so that you can constantly reshare? What about going in and establishing your business connection on Facebook so you could share it to your stories? And if you've got more than 10,000 followers, you can add the link to your RSVP. So now as you start getting action on those websites, what do you think happens to you if, I don't know, you have 100,000 followers and you can get 10,000 of them to click on your story link. That's just 10%. You can get, if you can get 3,000 of them, 3%, to click on that story link and visit bands in town and buy a ticket to a show or buy a piece of merchandise. If you can just get 3%, three out of every 100 people you're following to do one of those three actions, what do you think will happen to you with bands in town? 
you'll probably get moved to the front of the fucking list. You're probably going to be a feature performer. You're going to be recommended and suggested because you're engaging. Because you're engaging. And that's what these game. shows are. are. These shows right are engaging. When you perform anywhere, if you have a listening party, Ferrari, did you know that you can set up a digital online event? And if you have your business set up on Facebook, you can sell $1 tickets. Oh, show me the way, Sensei. You can do $1 <laughs> tickets to your new music preview. So, hey, fans, Let's talk about y'all this been rocking after with me. This episode. I've got 20 songs that I want to preview for y'all. $1 <laughs> Facebook event. Come on down. And you can advertise it on Spotify. And you can advertise it on Shazam. So when somebody hears that song on the radio or somebody hears that song in the club and they Shazam it or they're in the car with their friend and they look it up and it pulls up your profile picture, you know what it shows them? It shows them where you're going to be on tour at. And then when you click on that, it shows them where they can get a hotel room. It shows them where they can get All directions. just going like that. They can just touch on their phone. One time, mm -hmm. one yep. button, boop, and yep. it redirects and opens up a wealth of information. That is what metadata is. Y'all think metadata is just mood and emotion. It's the time the doors open. It's creating a description that will rank high on the SEO ranking system. Remember those words. Write that down. Pump that into your AI. God damn it. You're not paying attention. You're only listening for the shit that you want to hear to trigger that little emotion that, that releases that little chemical back here. That little fucking euphoric They're just making music, do. but it's That's not beautiful. It's not that anymore. You it's can not that. It's never been that. It's never been that. With AI, hear me out. How do you help? How does AI help you? Get the lyrics for your song and pump the lyrics for your song into a text to image software and see what your lyrics generate. And then grab the picture that this bar made and post that online and ask people to break it down for you. Let's talk about it. There's a thousand different ways you can use what you make to create the content relative to that you will need to sell it. And you use Mind Journey, right? Mid Journey. Mid Journey. Mid -journey. And I, I Firefly, Adobe Firefly. If you guys haven't gotten access to Adobe Firefly, send us a DM and I'll send you guys the request link where you guys can go to Adobe and request Firefly. Firefly. Midjourney, they 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 do versions of logos and shit like that. Adobe Firefly, like they do fonts, mm. so they have a gold drip effect that they have on fonts. Oh my god! Really? Ridiculous! And again, it's all made for fun. When you save the peers, how important is metadata? When you save an image from Adobe Firefly now, before you save it, it tells you it's going to embed in the metadata of the image that it was generated using AI. Mm. It warns you before you generate that this. That sounds very smooth. Click on this before you can get this picture. Click on this and you are to understanding that this, even if you don't credit it, we're going to tag the metadata in this bitch so you can't say you did it. Mm. So these companies are getting more. Oh, you're in a cap-free zone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, and it's getting really excited right now. And you know who's going to understand how to use it? The people who failed with it when it wasn't, when nobody knew how to use it. You guys ever watched the movie about the, the, the black women who uh, helped with the calculation for the numbers to go to Mars and shit. Yes. Right? The moon. Yes. Remember the only lady that knew how to use the computer was the lady who didn't know how to use the computer? Remember when the computer came in, she had the instruction book. Nobody knew how to use that motherfucker. And every time she went to ask somebody how to use the computer, didn't nobody, nobody know how knew. to use it. Until the people that knew how to use it came in and they had to ask her how to use it. It's the same principle with this music shit. Same principle with AI. Same principle with Final Cut Pro. Mm. Same principle with Pro Tools. Fruity Loops, whatever it is. The more you play with it, tinker with it, learn it inside and out, it crashes on you. You learn what not to do. The better and more efficient you will become. You will become an expert at it. 
And when you become an expert at it, it will start to seem like it's second nature to you. You'll move around that shit like it's nothing. And you'll start to look at people that do the same thing as you like, you don't know this? I do, I I do think artists are evolving and as they're watching the cheat code because think about this. Before it used to be the producer and the artist, but now sometimes the artist is a producer. Mm. Right. Sometimes the artist is the producer and the engineer. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that artists are evolving because remember, it was a time where the artist never produced the artist didn't engineer, and now artists can literally do everything. MacBook make it possible. A MacBook let you but take I ch- the keyboard. I do challenge artists to do more because you. Right. you have to space do more. Bar. Right. Space bar stop. Space bar start. Space bar start. Space bar stop. That's it. Mixing and mastering that gets done after the fact. If I'm paying for a studio session, I, I promise you, but I've told engineers this: if I go to a studio session with an artist and he walks out of the booth and the engineer starts, "Fuck, are you doing, bro? You're not getting paid to mix and master." Uh-uh. All that I want to be the next thing, do that on your own time. We're here to record records. Next song. If you want to do anything, make me a clean version of it. What can I do with a version that you mixed that I'm going to have to send off to get remixed anyways? You wasted 45 minutes of my studio time when you could have been finding all the fuck bitches and dicks in the song and replacing that so I can give it to radio. Can we talk about the clean version? Because for some reason, people forget that there should be Always a clean version. There should be yes. one thousand percent, and it should yes. be if it's too profane, it should be re-recorded. Because I the love la- when people re-record. Yes, talk about that. It, this on the radio because every other word is. And I clean thousand. songs for on the low, so you could DM me. And I can clean songs. Two track mix them. Uh, two track mix them. But my, my problem is when I'm cleaning records. Oh my god, the clean version is terrible. Not quality wise. Ear-wise, because Correct. I can't hear pauses. anything you're saying because every other word is, is a curse. A reverb or a pause. It's so much no, better to no. just re-record it. But that what okay. So, and here's where engineers and here's where teams come into place. Because if you're an engineer and you're recording a record and somebody drops an F-bomb, you can flag the track. You can leave a timeline on the track. So when you export that session, whoever it is, again, you know how many arguments I get in with engineers? How are you an engineer and you don't know that everything you bounce down should be 320 KBS? How are you an engineer and you're not demanding that the people who come record with you leave with clean sessions? Cocksucker, they'll never get on the radio the way you want them to. You know who's going to make the clean version? The DJ that has no rhyme or reason and is not going to register this clean version is just going to play it with He's the bleeps. You bozo the yeah. clown, but you mad because somebody else won't pay you to mess up their career. No, bro. If you're an engineer then you should be trying to figure out where the Dolby Atmos studio is in your city and you should be going over there to intern and learn how to mix Dolby Atmos mixes. There we go. Because that's a new requirement that you can use when turning music for art. Hmm. They don't know these things and because they don't know, ignorance of the law does not absolve you of guilt. So I don't know and if, if I'd have known I'd have did better, if you'd have searched, you'd have found the answer. Agreed. You wanted somebody to give it to you. That's what you wanted. You wanted somebody to wake up and say, hey, Rory, easy. I want you to do this today and this is going to make you a star. But you all not we, even do this today. Push a button, please. Yeah. Just push a button. Wake but me when I'm. Let's famous. also acknowledge that studio sessions aren't as the most aren't the most professional settings. When in theory they should be as professional as possible because that's business. Correct. Um, music is business, and this is how we feed our kids. This is how we pay pay for our bills by creating this beautiful thing we we love called music. And I get so frustrated when people aren't taking advantage of the time. When we're in there. So people in there, they're kicking it out. You roll up. Uh, what you doing? Walk outside. Have people come through. Fuck people that. People come through. It's your I job. Do you bring to people to your job? Let's get to work. Let's knock this shit out. But 
I think it's everybody at fault because if one person is not holding people accountable in that inside that session, it's going to be a wasted session. And one thing I don't like to do is going to work in a session when I could have been at home, my yeah. wife and my kids. You know, yeah. I also look at it as kissing as, her boobs. And here's comes where the role players are. We talked about this right on another episode is knowing your role. If you're going to the studio with the artist and the artist likes to roll up when they get to the studio, why serious. aren't you walking in the studio and rolling up and passing off the blunt? If the artist is here to record and they like to have them a glassoline and a blunt when they walk in the studio and you're with them, you aren't the star. Bozo the clown, sit the bag down, bust open the cigar, roll it, light it, pass it, then go over there, roll your own and sit down in the cut and make sure that before they finish that blunt, you need another one. My guy, because I'm here to make sure that you can give us the best. You got to get us out of here, bro. So what do you need to get us out of here? Not, oh, I'm with you. Oh, B, yeah, hey, amen. I'm going to have some little tricks. Come over here and kick it. Bozo. No, we don't have time for no, that. No, Ringling Brothers is what you two say? streets Stop down. It. Stop it. Stop the shenanigans right now, bro. Stop the shenanigans right now. We if they come to the that studio one. with you, when you're in the car, <laughs> if you look to your right and there's a person there, tell them, hey, bro, when we get inside the studio, I want you to grab my phone. I need at least 50 pictures and at least 10 videos. Exactly. If not, your ass won't be coming exactly. to the studio so no more. So know who's for you and know who's for you. No, it's really that simple. No, not, not trying to mix the sports with a John Morant. Nobody's holding that man accountable. This is a $230 million man. Hey, bro, I don't want you to have a weapon around me without the camera. Believe you me, Back I'm the, picking job. You got that gun on you today? Oh, no. Cool. We finna jump in your car, bro. I'm not driving. Back to the Leave music. Leave that pistol at the house today. But bro. back to the music. When we get in the lab, let's make music. And I don't want you to do exactly what you did last session. Right. Let's figure out something different. Let's challenge each let's other create. and let's try to create create beyond our comprehension. I don't want to hang out with anybody. I don't have time to hang out with anybody. Right. So studio session is not the hangout spot. No. Yeah. But as, as an A&R, you're trying Stop. to find the best sound, right? <laughs> as an executive, Wendy is going in there and when Wendy's going to a studio <laughs> session, she's trying to he make sure that, okay, this sounds great. Where's the paper? If you get Wendy it? in the studio session, you're if you, yeah, pretty I was special. Say, yeah, Again, and and Wendy when, doesn't go to when the When Wendy's at the studio session, it's, it's very less to, to judge how the music sounds because chances are you're already on board because she thinks the music sounds good. She's there to make sure that the business is handled. When Kingpin goes to the studio, and what's the marketing? What's the uh, marketing angle? What can I put on a T-shirt that matches the song? That's my goal when I'm How there. How can I get this to the next level using something that's in the song to make it? Explode? And like, and like Wendy says, so we don't fuck up the money. Fuck don't it up. fuck up the money. So everybody's a role player. I get to the studio. I'm trying to take pictures. I'm trying to record video. I'm trying to get the behind the scenes because I understand that if I can get 57 seconds of them making this song today and they want to release this song tomorrow, I have a piece of content relative to shoot it without needing an extra budget. I'm always thinking like that. When I walk into a room, I think of, let's flip the phone upside down. Let me get a better angle. Come over here with this light because my mind creates content that way. An artist listens to music that way. An executive thinks of things that way. An executive thinks of things. Everybody listens to it. So not everybody in the studio with you has a purpose. Versus five right. people that don't know what the fuck they're doing. Three of them is your cousin, two of them is your old lady, and one is there because he's gonna be he's gonna be the fall guy. He's right. gonna foul out. So he makes sure he get a chain after he kills somebody. He come home, he get the chain from you. It's this three things for me. See it, feel it, believe it. If I if all those three things happen, I'm in. Mm. See I, it, feel it, believe it. If I see it and it looks good, if I feel it and it feels good, and the if connection. I believe it, and if I'm connected, it's I'm in. It sounds like a fan. Sounds, sounds like the level of a super fan. See it, 
You feel it. Now we have it that is. connection and mm-hmm. I'm in. I'm on board. Feel it. You're so all I think, in. I think you have we have to, to also be believe it. Yeah, believe that's, it. You're that's all what in. really just turns the light switch on. Yes. Like, oh, because it's I rare. You. It's rare. I'm I a fan of my it's rare. I don't, I may not necessarily stand behind all of the content that they make, but when I have a client, I'm a fan of them. And I think that Agreed. me believing in them more so. And that's why I don't believe in pushing a song unless it's our focus song. I'm pushing the artist because the artist has so much more to create. Exactly. They have more music, more videos, more styles. This song is only a fraction of what, of they what have they to offer. Right. But what happens is once we become fans of the artists, of said artists, right. in turn, we're automatically going to do our jobs to the best of our abilities. Well, which now we're doing we're our all jobs in. after hours. Correct. Now we're doing but the after hour shit. This is what's get, is going to frustrate us if the artist doesn't go as hard. Because now I'm getting frustrated with you. Like, I'm over here like, yo, it's, this is it. Yeah, I believe in you. Let's go. I'm starting and to resent yeah. you because you're not putting in the effort that it takes. Why am I to going harder than you about you? Yeah. I will tell you this much. I just had a meeting with somebody that I felt that I was overly prepared to have with them. And they were overly prepared to sell me something. And it was the most disheartening thing in the world. It was a clusterfuck. Because I, I wanted, well, in the more in the sense of where, and <laughs> more in the sense of where I, I held you. In, and this is where I come back to it, that if you, if you don't do things the way they're supposed to be done, I'd rather you not invite me into your room because now I'm going to look at you a certain way. And I would have, they say you never want to meet your idols because they're always jerks. I would have preferred not meeting you and just thought that you were the other person on the other side of the phone than a person who may be guiding people down the wrong path. Because I have a problem with that. And that's what I'm trying to change with the cheat code. So get a coffee mug, you bish. Cheat code. Mm.